when I was a kid. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid at my first Remembrance Day. I thought that when they were doing the 21 gun salute, they were doing a live execution. <laughs> and as for the customs, every year we, we execute one more of our veterans. I thought that, I legitimately thought that was what was happening. Or like, okay, so here we got... We all know there can only be a certain amount of veterans each year in Canada. So and this year, our quota. After all that go. effort was spent, unfortunately, Private Ryan's turn. Twenty-one, Private Ryan. Twenty-one of our twenty-one of our veterans are executed every November eleventh. Now, I wasn't sure if it was actually a real person or like a fake person, like a, like a dummy or something. For, like, symbolic value, and quite frankly, I'm surprised that I didn't care. <laughs> Maybe this is what boomers mean when they mean take care of our veterans. <laughs> They're draining our resources. November 11th is for executing the elderly. Of course, that we don't actually say that's the actual reason behind it. It's more for you no, know, symbolic not. purposes, you know. You know, way back in the day... In the 40s, there's a veteran dying every day. So, you know, and, and, and to symbolize the end of that on November We're 11th, executing we executing them all. Hey, you don't want to know another weird thing about what I thought? I didn't think it was an old one. I didn't think it was a veteran. I thought it was like a young dude who was like... Because you know that memorial we have, right? Yeah. Last yeah. I remember, so, I was so short, I couldn't see over anybody's heads. So, at one point, I saw a guy standing up against it. Oh, yeah. And then I saw people with guns. Fair and enough. then I heard gunshots. So that I thought they stood him up against there. <laughs> it's a fucking... It's a lottery that they pull for the cadets. <laughs> Man, I was a cadet. Congratulations, you've been drafted to hell. You, you, have, uh, you have survived the cadet draft. Bless your heart, now you Cameron. get to serve in the actual army. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The army of the undead. Yeah. Man, I'm not sure no, why they have to shoot him 21 times. I think one would be enough. <laughs> this seems a little excessive. Green no, Bay okay. plays in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Remembrance Day. Here's our national our national anthem for this day, uh, Green Day. 21 guns! Oh, they have a song named that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't getting the joke for a while there. What the fuck, Cam? I'm sorry, I don't know Green Day songs. Well, that's the that's the only criteria for who we choose each Remembrance Day on who to murder. So sorry, Cam. <laughs> you were in. The... Wait, hold on. But he... we can't pick him. Well, I no, mean... but he he was a cadet. He, he was a cadet. He's a veteran of the cadets. <laughs> I didn't finish cadets. I dropped out and I took the uniform. It's I mean, just like Ryan with the musical. The dishonorable I mean, discharge the uniform, still not makes dropping you no longer part of the army, but you were part of the army at one point. I, mean, I don't think so. Theoretically, does that make you a veteran? I don't think AWOL or dishonorable discharge uh, gets rid of your title of vet. I don't think. I th I, I would think so. Yeah, but who are you going to ask? A veteran? Of course they're going to look down on someone who went, who abandoned them. <laughs> who are you going to ask? A veteran? They're going to gun down over you. They're going to gun you down. They're going to gun you down for the reward money. <laughs> are you implying that there's a bounty on veterans? Yes. 
It's the most yes. unpatriotic conversation I've ever heard. It was, it this wasn't fucking a, John Wick ass shit. It wasn't, really, yeah, it wasn't really implying. It was more stating. You have one hour, and uh, that, that's why I've kept you around for so long. Because if there's a time where I get in real desperate need of money, I can put in. I can just kill the, you and get the reward. Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to put the word into someone else and just take half. Because I'm not going to kill Camp. I like Camp. Why would you take half? Why? Wait, hold on. How big is the bounty? Well, I don't know. Not, like, incredibly high, because it's literally just for one fucking... No, they said it in the 1940s, so it's, like, five bucks a head, and it just hasn't uh, hasn't moved any since then. So if I want a pack of gum or something... (laughs) (laughs) I'd kill Cam for a pack of gum. What would you do? That's what you'd do for a (laughs) claw (laughs) neck. Saw you both right. going for the exact same joke. Yeah, Mark, Mark beat me to it. I don't know Desperately if I'm scrambling. the episode on this note. <laughs> Desperately scrambling for the joke on the table. That's what I And he's beaten by someone who's not even in the podcast. <laughs> Mark, Mark's slowly being amalgamated into the hive mind. I don't know what to tell you. It's the only time I'm allowed not to be slow. <laughs> so, speaking of armies... Welcome to the Matocast? Yes. Welcome to the Matocast. If anyone remembers, uh. I'm your second oh, player, hold Ryan. Hold on. We do have. Hold on, hold on. No, I, I said it. I'm the second player, Ryan. Are we still doing that bit? Are Is that still bit still happening? Wait, hold on, guys, guys. Are we going with the. Oh, that's. Are we going with the weed bit? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, breathe. It's using a bong when you're there's no smoke in it, and it's just kind of cold, and also just tastes like old weed because we smoked this two days ago. It sucks and tastes bad. Taste this. I don't want to. No, you have to because I feel like I'm going to vomit. It sucks. We don't condone weed use, even though it's totally legal where we live. Oh, it's not- legal in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that does taste. Hey guys, it does taste awful. Mm-hmm. Really? Good to know. Yeah, it's bad. So are you going to use this bit or not? <laughs> But there's no smoke in there. No, I know, Jesus. but it tastes bad. He's, I can still taste it. He's committing mm-hmm. to the bit. I think we've got a new bit now. It's gonna linger. This sucks. Is this what... How bad this Is this a joke? I want candy to get this taste out of my mouth. This, oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> oh. You gotta suffer for art. It just tastes like I was ah. chewing on, like, a plant. Yeah, it literally... It tastes like I licked the end of a cigarette butt. Like, like it's fucking yeah, nasty. It's not good. Thank God I have this delicious lemon chamomile tea by Nestle. It Nestle? Li- Who no, makes I, this? I don't fucking know, man. It really does taste like I licked an ashtray, though. Like, that's really gross. Yeah, I'm not actually sure why he did that. I don't know, I but we you know what? thought we were still doing the bit. I thought maybe the bit was still happening. Happy 420, everyone. Happy 420, everybody. It so is March 4th. no longer 4th. really matters. <laughs> it's it May 4th, 4th, you fucking troglodyte. May the 420 be with you. May the 420 be with you. Oh, I guess it's something... Okay, we have to wait and release this episode on May 4th of 2020. So then this joke works. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manocast has taken a little bit of a hiatus. <laughs> it's already taken a little bit of a hiatus. I meant more. Because we said we do this periodically. Yeah, whenever we feel like it, so we just do it once a year. As yeah. it turns out, we also do Oh Damn Cast whenever I feel like getting off my ass <laughs> and editing. <laughs> mm. Don't worry, now you have a weekend where Ryan's at home and he can kick you into gear. I don't like kicking Cameron into gear. i got better things to do with my time. Not true. How dare you. Oh yeah, also I am your game master Cameron. I'm your second player, Ryan. 
I'm your first player, Raiden. Quinn's been player cucked again. I'm your third player, Quinn. It's okay, sweetie. One day you'll remember. Now, it's been a while since we've done this. A month. But can anybody Two tell months. me? God. Can anybody tell me what happened on the last episode of the Mattocast? We landed for the off. for the first time on in any of our recordings. Ryan, someone had to burn a fate point. Yes, that's actually the first time I had to burn a fate point. Period. Really, including the Warhammer games. Including right? the Warhammer games. Yeah. God, we really t- we really don't play those games as lethal as they're meant to be, huh? No, <laughs> we just play for the giggles. Well, the last one, we all know how the last one turned out. It was supposed to be super serious. And yeah. then we made a backstory. I wouldn't say super serious. We made a backstory super fucking dumb. We're like, ah, oh, now we like our characters. Fuck, now yes. we can't kill them. The Calibri sisters. <laughs> yes. Fucking Calibri sisters. Heirs to the Calibri throne that just all want each other to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... And fucking Isaac stole the inheritance. Fuck Isaac. Fucking Isaac. Fuck Isaac. After our uh, parents were killed in a uh, zoo. And a very unfortunate zoo accident. Allegedly. 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 No, it was a zoo accident. Allegedly. <laughs> it was something more. Allegedly. Allegedly. They were allegedly killed. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, I'm pretty sure they were time. killed. Yeah, well, we thought Isaac was killed too, but apparently not. Allegedly. Who knows? Maybe thought, your parents were alive. Allegedly, we thought he was killed. Maybe your parents are alive. They weren't. I'm not gonna... Thanks for that spoiler. What spoiler? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're just watching Mark creep around, trying not to make noise, and in the process make way more noise. (laughs) Than if he just did it regularly. But anyway, so, uh, last session. Uh, We talked with the Human Kingdom. That was an entirely too long experience, and I forget about it. And then we showed up at the Dwarven Kingdom, and we had uh, talked with lots of accents, Larry, again. And then uh, there's a human army at the gates, and we got a very Helm's Deep thing going on right now. Helm's Deep if a rabbit was there and nearly died. Yes. And also if Gandalf was a giant fuck-off eldritch abomination. So like Gandalf. Yeah. (laughs) We've never seen Gandalf's true form. We have not. I mean, okay, now you guys have summoned all the Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> Good, maybe we have some more listeners than... Actually, yeah, let's do more. <laughs> let's get more things, like, slightly... This is our uh, this is our Lord of the Rings podcast. We, uh, we need to open up doors to more well-actually moments. And we gotta say it totally fucking wrong so we get a bunch of angry people mm-hmm. saying how stupid we are and talking about us. You know, I was always thinking, like, how do we break in? How do we do this? We've just figured it out. So let's let's just say something totally fucking wildly wrong. Well, no, well not wildly wrong. Just just a little bit wrong. Yeah. That someone's gotta come in and say, well, this that's not that's not correct. Man, it's weird how Anakin killed Padme at the end of 3, right? Right. Right? Like, just just straight up murdered her. Yeah, and he I, choked her and she died, right? Yeah. That's how it happened. Totally, totally believe that's how it happened. Yes. yes. Yep. What mm-hmm. am I kidding? <laughs> the nerds aren't going to get mad about the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Man, remember when... Uh, I actually like the Ewoks. <laughs> Oof. Remember when Luke took off his helmet... And was talking to his to his son, Darth Vader, Darth Darth Dar- Vader, Darth Dark Vader, Dark Vader, Dark Vader. Yeah, that was a that was a good time. That was a good time. 
Also something that happened last time is that uh, lots of accents Larry decided that since he didn't want his men to be completely slaughtered by an army that they had no real hope of defeating. Oh, they have total hope of defeating because they're in a fortified location and there's only like a hundred guys outside, but we'll allow this narrative to play out. Did I say a hundred? Yes. He said a hundred. You said a hundred. Shit. Uh, so there we go. That's a lot less than I expected. That's what you said. Huh. Well, okay, I'll roll with it. So, Raiden, or I mean, Iklom, rather, said <coughs> pretty much, Hey, don't you worry, you little, you little rapscallions. I've got this. And then told his true crew of unarmed people. They are not unarmed. They have swords. They have dwarven weapons. Come down and don't bring any guns. Just pick up what you find on the ground. So there's people like... So let's just open scene, I guess. There's people like picking up dwarven armor, trying to put it on. There's like maybe four or five actual dwarves in your crew. And they're like putting on the armor. But it's very, still very clear that they don't know shit about fighting. Doc McCloud's got his back to his mirror and he's trying to take a piece of like tower gauze or something and kind of wipe up where he got hit. <laughs> you, where he got hit? What You mean everywhere? Everywhere on my back, yes. Meanwhile, front. lots of accent Solari is kind of looking at this whole scene and is very, I want to say confused. This... This is the aid that you're giving to us? Uh, hey, a clone, uh, you clown yeah. person. Yes. In, in giant robe, this is, uh, where, where's the actual, okay, okay, funny jokes, funny jokes, but where's the actual troops? This is it. This is what a has decided is best, which means this is what is best for you. So you're telling me I just sent all my all my men deeper into the fortress so that you could bring out this as he, he says as he gestures to the group. There are a hundred men outside and a hundred men inside. You know what? This ought to be good for a laugh. Why not? So uh, what will you be doing in the meantime pr- to prepare? Uh, I am going to fly up to the thing, up to the uh, top of the wall, and watch them because now I have wings. Because I rolled, I got a fuckload of mutations again. Why do you keep playing mutants, Raiden? Uh, this time I don't remember why I went to mutant. Um, actually, no, I do. I remember exactly why I went to mutant. It was because I wanted four arms. That's it. That's the only reason. And look how that turned out for you. I don't have forearms, but I do have wings and no bones. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you had chitin. You already didn't have bones. You're right, but now I have even less bones. Uh, I got the one of the mutations I rolled was malleable, uh, which means I get uh, plus two k one on grapple and climbing tests, and also may fit in spaces that are one quarter my body size. Ooh, gross. Which isn't actually very small. 
You can now fit in spaces that are about like the size for a regular person. Uh, one quarter of it. Size two. I can fit in places that Ryan can hide in now. I can. I can fit in places that are size one. Shut up! Don't ruin this for me. I will ruin this for you because I am one size. I am the smallest size you could possibly get. And yet you still died. There are pixies bigger than me. As you are uh, surveying, you hear Baskerville over the radio, who is saying, Uh, sir, are you sure you don't want me to... I'm sorry, ma'am. Or, wait, what do you call... What do I call you again? Iklon? Ma'am. Ma'am? Ma'am works. Okay. Ma'am works. So, ma'am. Uh, mum. (laughs) Mum. You sure you don't want me to, like, fly down some guns? No. So you're not sure you don't want me to fly down some guns? No, I don't need guns. Well, you don't need guns. But, uh... They don't need guns either. You sure about this? Because, like... Alright. Whatever you say. They will earn their keep. They will earn their keep? Uh, whatever. Yeah. Alright. I'm very tired. Uh, Master the Fool. Do you have anything yes. to say about this? Iklom knows what's best. Wow. Let her make her, let her make her decisions. I will assist if need be. You're really just rolling with this, aren't you? I'm curious to see what happens. I will speak to their commander. Is it their commander? Whoever's mm. at the front of their. I will speak to whoever leads them. And as you guys finish this conversation, you hear the sound of marching from the distance. And as you look over the walls, which I'm going to assume you do, instead of just standing there like a bunch of pissants. Well, uh, Doc McCloud's going to realize he ran up the side of a fucking wall, so now he's going to be doing zigzags along the side of it, just absolutely uh, off his mind fucking ecstatic. Oh, you're, you're just going to be doing some wall-running ass yeah, shit? Yeah, just, just, just running around in walls, doing circles, making figure eights. Fair enough. Um, well, Doc wasn't successful in his one-on-one attempt... Uh, Iklom definitely thinks she might have a better opportunity. As they arrive, so you notice that it is substantially more than 100 people now. Uh, Way to fluff uh-huh. that in. And Way to uh, chicken out of your number that you fucked up. Yeah, it's what I do best. So, coward. they appear to be supported by cavalry units. They have catapults. Very crude catapults, nowhere near the level of the dwarven ones. And at the helm, or at the back rather, not at the front, is a man who appears to be the commander. The same one that Doc McCloud shot. He has a wound that has been covered up, and he looks none the worse for wear. I'm gonna go and talk to him. Uh, as, As his army positions itself outside the camp... Or outside the fort. Are you going to wait for him to address the fort, or are you just going to fly right to him? No, fuck, I'm going to fly right over. So, as you do, the uh, men sort of recoil in terror. What's your fear rating? Three. Three. In fact, your presence has quite an effect on them. A lot of them, like, start to even look like they're about to run away. 
until the commander says, Stow your fear, men. We already encountered one of the monsters under the command of the dwarves and drove them back. We can fight whatever comes our way. They do remember their success in fighting Doc McCloud and use that as a rallying point to stand strong. And they all prepare for your approach. They look, the archers are aimed at you, they all look ready to fire. Alright, um... Would you like to say something to tell them to stop, or would you just like to roll with this new event? I'll try and use charm. (laughs) You're gonna charm an army? That just, like, real-rolled fear against you? Yeah. This giant hulking demon and demonic I don't have any negatives to it. Just comes up, scares the shit out of all of them, and it's like, hey guys. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, they're cool. They're okay. Let's hear her out. I mean. I need you to know, literally none of my uh, mutations. None of them, like, scare people. Yeah, none of my mutations give any negatives to, like, charm. Or any bonuses to intimidation, but so, like. And he does get bonuses when. Uh, when I'm dealing with non exalted, I'm actually better at turn charming. Jesus. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what's... However, you need to get incredibly close for that to happen. Yes, I'm going to try and talk to them. Um, I haven't gotten super close, I don't think. As you are flying closer, though, uh, the commander does say, Halt, monster, or we will open fire upon you. Do you heed this, or do you keep going? I wish to speak with you. Very well. Your earlier creature failed to dissuade our holy quest. What makes you think you can do any better? I have any capability of speaking to anyone, and there is nothing holier than myself. Ah, so you think you're God, then? Um, how close am I? You are not nearly close enough. Whatever, fuck it, I'm committed. I do not think. I know. Well, then, let's see if we can humble this God, he says as he, uh, shouts, Archers! Ready? Archers! Fire! And you are now being shot at by a hail of arrows. Do I have a reaction? Uh, it's not exactly a surprise round. Archers ready. No, yeah, yeah. Archers what what do you want to do? Fire. What do you want to do? Oh, I want to use I, I want to cast blink. I want to fucking move for up to 40 meters. Oh god, go right off close. I, yeah, no, them. that's my what my thought process was. I want to teleport right into the commander's face. All right. And in which case roll to cast. Yeah, I will. Okay, I successfully cast. Okay. So you um, blink and so you want to teleport to the commander? Yes, I want to teleport. Teleports in front of you, unsheathed katana. Um, yes, I want to teleport like right in front of the commander. In okay. which case? Yes, you do uh, successfully teleport. It's difficult to teleport directly in front of him because, you know, he's still kind of a good distance away. However, yeah. you are able to make it in front of him, yes. And uh, he does kind of have to step back a couple paces at your approach. I don't know if they have magic on this planet. I'm taking a, I'm just kind of taking a, taking a guess here. <laughs> he draws his sword and points it at you. You, pe- you see that closer to him is where a lot more of the experienced troops are. And they have their weapons drawn towards you. However, yep, due yeah. to your exaltation ability... None of them are attacking you just yet. However, they are ready to attack you at a moment's notice. Yes. Um, I'm going to cast Enchantment. Uh, I'm going to cast Enchantment uh, on the uh, commander. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend a resource point as well um, that give, to give me an extra kept dice, or rolled dice. Yes. What... 
spell are you casting? Enchantment. Enchantment's a school of magic. Or, sorry, command. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll spend two. Yeah, I'll spend two tranquility. What are you going to command him to do? I'm commanding him to... Because <clears throat> I spent two more resource points, I swell to size 14. Okay. How big did we do the math on that? Because this isn't before... After you get past size 20, that's when it starts bumping up, or when you start jumping obscene. 13 meters tall. Okay. How much is that in feet? Meters three feet? This is our... 38 inches. Inches? 38, inch, 38 inches 13, per meter. 13 meters is 43 feet tall. Oof. You are very large. So what are you commanding him to do? Giant woman. Take your forces and go back to where you come from. You know, it only affects their next action, right? It says complete non-suicidal task. Deliver a one-word command to the target, which they must attempt to obey with their next action. Well, hmm. Leave? Yeah, just so leave. you can get him to turn back for a bit. <laughs> For six seconds, he can try and mobilize his army backwards. <laughs> but you've already. Oh, hold on! No, no, no! no. So. Hold on! I got this. Take my hand. One word. Gimme. Go <laughs> <laughs> put my fucking hand out. Gimme. All right. He just kind of passes a sword to you. No. And then no. He- he kind of like realizes. Wait, hold on a sec. And then he says, "The beast uses vile magics. Attack!" You're an idiot. Um. Well, I'm gonna try. You, you know what? I'm gonna make a fancy grapple attack. You're not grapple attack, but grapple. It's the end of your turn, so unfortunately, Bullshit. you can't do that. Damn. You are now going to get hit. So. The elite soldiers are going to attack you. I'll just say three. Alright, you're getting hit by three attacks. Hey, how much damage? 22, 14, and 25. Um, so the attack that does 14 doesn't do any damage. I can tell you that right now. Your resilience um, is 14? No, my resilience is 10, but I have five armor. So one. Three damage total. Alright. As this happens, and they're fighting you, uh, what's his name? A oh, commander guy who doesn't have a name, I don't believe. You didn't give him one. Then, uh... Gideon. Gideon. In honor of Gideon. Rip. Oh, Magic the Gathering. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Took me a second. He then says, uh... Men, we shall deal with this beast. You focus on taking the fort. Charge! It is now your turn. The other men... Like the uh, veteran soldiers, you were only attacked by three because that's how many were around you at the time, but more are closing in on you, but the rest of the troops are advancing. That's fine. Um, I'm going to do a grapple action on the commander. Um, I am going to spend... You can spend up to your level in resource stats, right? Yes, and they only add rolled dice, not kept. 49. You successfully grapple him. Neat. Um, So that is a half action. You're grappling a normal person? Yes. And you're 46 feet tall? I actually don't get 
any... Oh, wait, you know what I forgot? To, I forgot to roll... I get uh, plus 2k1 on my grapple tests, which I forgot about, so I would have passed even harder, regardless. I love that... How do you grapple if you're just... You've got your thumb and your forefinger and you're just trying to, like, pick them up? You don't get bonuses for being... The, for, like, the size difference, which is weird to me. Well, just because yeah. you're bigger doesn't mean you're stronger. Yeah, exactly. and also it might be it would still be difficult to catch him. Now he's just really small. Yeah, but small then that would that should like be in the in the to hit, not the strength, because there's a difference of trying to break out of someone's that's got a grip and someone mm-hmm. who's trying to hold you with two arms. Yeah. As opposed to someone who is holding you in a singular hand. Regardless, uh, I'm going to teleport 40 meters up directly up i got okay i cast it i am going 40 meters directly up holding him you may try and leave if you wish all damage is a bitch it is his turn correct yep he's going to try to take control of the grapple roll another strength test he's gonna try to reverse grapple you it's like having an ant on the back of your neck see the problem with that is it's 40 meters of fall damage Mm -hmm. 27 you rolled 29 Ooh, i'm gonna spend a fate point yeah I, i beat 29 okay so as you, like, hold on to him, he begins to wriggle out of your grasp. However, you do expend some of your exalted power to maintain your hold on him. That's fine. It's just making me harder to kill. Just making me harder. It's making me harder. You are now going to be at the target of some archers, but not all of them. I am currently size 19 also. Although the commander told them to leave the beast to him and charge you guys, 25 of the archers shoot at you while you are in the air, and they rolled a 54 to hit, so how many, uh, 10. Which means that you take 51 damage. What, meanwhile, while this is happening, behind the walls, the opposing army begins to launch actual artillery against you. Cannonballs begin raining down in the fort. However, they aren't Cannon. making too much ground because the uh, actual design of the cat- the catapults is not crazy good however it is enough to damage the buildings behind the wall and more importantly really shake up Raiden's men and Raiden is not there or sorry Iklong is not there to rein them in and some of them begin to sort of back off as if they're planning to run away well can I roll command you may all right well uh 30 so I rolled 30 for command okay what do you want to say um, all of you will hold your ground. Nice and simple. Snappy. Quick. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Realizing that, yes, there is still someone watching them, they, uh, <laughs> they kind of shake off their fear. Well, no, they still do definitely have their fear, but they are standing behind the gate, just kind of waiting. It's like when your boss walks in and sees you on your phone. Like, so, yes, they've been uh, told that they will stand their ground, which they're interpreting as, we could just stay here, right? (laughs) Are you really all that afraid of death? I start screaming demonic at them. No, that would scare the shit out of me, but you gotta do it behind them. Yes. Not in front of them. Uh, Are you more afraid of the army in front of you or whatever the fuck is behind you? The Russian approach, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna make another command roll. Uh, 32 for the command roll. Uh, and I'm going to say, uh, are you not Iklam's followers? Do you not follow her in her footsteps, um, wherever she deigns you need go? 
I, that wasn't a sentence. Fuck. Hold on. Let me think. Hey, they're not smart enough to know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you don't need to use real words. Quinn, just start screeching in demon. Yeah. Um, will you not follow her into battle, or are you all truly cowards? And uh, he's going to rip off his big-ass cloak and reveal his fancy jester purple and black and gold jester uniform underneath. And his massive cock. Massive, massive, enormous dick. It unfurls and hits one of the soldiers in the face. It is, uh, Um, I like how we just have this excuse to reveal the uh, new design. (laughs) What do you mean the new design? This was the design the whole time. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, this is my excuse to, uh, keep both, both designs for the fool, uh, canon and in, in play. (laughs) So yes, the this fool is it reveals suit. that uh, reveals a jester's costume. With um, and also draws uh, a big ass grim scythe. You're really trying to hit all of Ryan's fears, clowns, and mortality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will follow me into battle in Iklom's place. Prove to me you are worthy of your worthless lives. Now that definitely gets them roused, <laughs> and they let out a huge cheer. And they charge out the gate. I can't wait to shove them into biogenic pods. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> Quinn, are, is the fool actually going to accompany them into battle, or are you just doing speeches? <laughs> well, he's going to hang. He's going to follow them. Sitting at the gate, urging everyone through as soon as the last guy's gone, shut the gate. <laughs> so, yes. As the... Uh, yeah, he's... Sorry. No, he's, he's going to... Yeah. He's going to, like, hold his scythe out, and they're all going to charge forward... Um, I mean, he's going to be out there, but he's going to be just kind of watching from the back. Okay. So as they all charge towards the enemies, so 25 of the archers were shooting at Iklom. The rest of them launch a volley at your charging troops. I'm going to realize I'm supposed to be a part of this, but go through the narrative and then I'll jump in. About 50 of them die from the first arrow volley. However, there are some who the arrows plank off of their dwarven armor. See, they were the smart ones. Well, I can't believe not all of them didn't try and find some sort of armor. They then begin charging directly into the spear line. Is anybody going to try to intervene? These guys are fucking dumb. These are not trained soldiers. Well... I don't know how much I can really help here. In which case, if nobody's going to do anything, they all, like, in glory and fervor to okay, bring so honor to their gods. They, charged, they charged out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all I need. Doc McCloud realizes, wait, I should probably part of, be part of this. And then he ran up to the top of the wall, and he, and he took a look out, and he saw the volley, and he just started sprinting. And he's he's running, he's running. And he makes it about fucking 40 feet before he's realized his feet aren't actually on the ground. He's fucking actually flying. No, hold on. You ha- you can fly? As long as I'm moving, I have the flying trait. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. If I stop, then I fall kind of uh, uh, acne style. But So now he, he sees the volley of arrows, so he's going to try and alter his trajectory a little bit. This is the first time he's done it, so he's not all that great. But he's going to try and run over top. To kind of do a run over top of the um, of the spear line, kind of kicking people in the head as he's going and firing off shots, basically being trying to uh, 
draw as much attention as possible, specifically from the archers. Okay. This actually has a surprising effect. So, you got to understand that the only guns that you've seen on this planet so far are the dwarves' arquebuses, mm-hmm. which are, you know, very... They fire a single shot, and they don't do a whole bunch of damage. Mm-hmm. So they're... And even when you attacked them, you only got, like, one shot off per gun. Yeah. So they're not used to a gun that can fire more than once, nor are they used to a rabbit flying overhead of them. (laughs) This actually causes quite a bit of discord in their ranks. The archers are now distracted from the... from your troops. The The spearmen still hold their ground. And... Upon the initial charge, another half of... So your 50 troops is now cut to 25 as they all pretty much just get impaled on pikes. Mm -hmm. However, there's still... There's still those last... uh, Those those last 25 patriots who are charging the... They must have gotten past the pike strikes. And as they approach... From out... From behind the pikemen appear swordsmen. Trained swordsmen. By the time that the actual skirmish is done, you see that one of the human army people is wounded. He's on the ground and he's bleeding out. Someone's grabbing him, clutching his hand. He's like, no, you can't die here. Not now. And he's saying, ah, actually, it doesn't hurt that bad. I think they got me, like, maybe in the side a little, but, you know... I think I'm going to be all right. Yeah, I'm glad this went exactly as I expected. <laughs> uh, so the fool, are you inside the walls or are you, are you outside? No, the I'm walls? out. I'm outside the walls, and I'm going to start making my way um, to kind of where the battle is happening. Um, and I'd like to call Doc over if I can. In which case, since none of you are in the walls, you cannot hear Larry just laughing his ass off. Mm. I got sight or heightened right. sense hearing. In which case, you definitely can. <laughs> All right, I'd like to call Doc over if I can. Yeah, you probably have an earpiece. Yeah. The fool! Right. The fool! I can fly! I can see that, and I would love, love, love if you would give me a hand now that you know how to do that. For sure, Mr. Um, the Fool. Uh, sorry, Master the Fool. Alright. Um... And I'd like to... I'm throwing my black cloak back on. Um, Wait, and why if, did you take it off, then? Because Dramatic I have effect. an idea. Dramatic effect. But because I'm, I want to put it back on for a minute. Um, and I'd like... Doc, do you think you'd be able to carry me? Uh, That would be a strength roll. I can give it my best. Where do you need to go? I'd like to just ideally float above our army um, and then shout some things at the, at the opposing people. Oh, Quinn, you don't understand. Your army's dead. Oh, they are all dead? They are slaughtered to dead. the man. Mm. They charged well, like an to- army with more experience than them. And they hurt a guy, kinda. In exchange See? for all 100 of them. This was a test, and they failed. Ah. Uh. I mean, it probably could have gone better if they had guns, but 
I don't know what a qualms issue is with guns. Okay, we well, I'd like guns. to retcon that, because I, I misunderstood. Um, it is now just the right. three of us. Yeah. Then, so, uh, uh... Do you want me to come pick right. you up? Because I can come pick you up, I think. No, I'm good. I'm still kind of trying to get the hang of this. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the ship, to be honest, or get back in the walls. Uh, This sucked. Well, yeah, this, 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 didn't, this didn't, didn't go great, but... The no. humans, you guys are fucking cowards. The humans, they're not very nice. One of them hit me with a sword. I didn't even really do anything to deserve it, but they hit me pretty bad. That's very rude of them. Yeah, I, these yeah. people, they're savages, and I just... I don't know why we came here, to be honest. Well, I, I, I can fly, so now I have an advantage, so I think I'm just going to be out here and have a little more fun, if that's okay with you, Master the Foo. That's fine with me. You go do whatever you'd like. Uh, over your radio, you hear Baskerville says, say, Master, the reason I suggested we come here is because with our superior technology, this should have been a steamroll. However, the insistence on using swords has kind of uh, crippled us a little. I suppose on the I'm realizing not much can be gained here other than Iqlalm's trust, and to be honest, I feel like I kind of got that in the bag. Um, I need some tea. I will have some prepared for you. I'll give you ship. some fucking tea. <laughs> <laughs> we shall reconvene and uh, rethink our strategy. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the air. I still have things to do. Back to Iqlalm, as I was going to say... You are currently fighting the general. Fighting's a strong word. I'm going to do a half action. It's going to be a teleport again. All right, that is a successful teleport. Speech is a free action. Unless it's an evil monologue. No. Well, that's a whole... Okay. Well, hold on. What are the rules on an evil monologue? This isn't more... more, This isn't a monologue, but... Rules on an evil monologue are if you interrupt it, you're kind of a dick. Free action is a... No, speech is a free action, but each round is only six seconds long. No, each round is a flexible amount of time, Ryan. It's not necessarily six seconds. Where does it say that? In the core rulebook. And also in every fucking RPG ever made. No, fuck Action is not... Full action itself. Six seconds. As I was saying, though... It is a flexible amount of time. It's just typically six seconds. All right, all right. As you're saying, Raiden. <clears throat> I have an offer you can't, or at least shouldn't, refuse. I've already seen your pathetic army. Yes, My death they were pathetic. My destiny means nothing. It would mean nothing. I offer you something to become something more. I'm interested. This is way easier than I thought it was going to be. I could give you unimaginable power. Unlimited power. Unlimited power. (laughs) I've already seen the unlimited power you've given to your pathetic troops. They were pathetic. And now they couldn't take care of themselves. We could have decimated you. But you didn't. Because you're I weak. chose. I chose not to. You're going to pull the whole, oh, I meant to lose all along thing on me, are you? What are you at? Oh, wait, no, I don't know what Zinch is. Never mind. 
What are you, some kind of god of, of like, discourse and... Deception. Deception and purple and shit. I mean, you even look like a bird. Kinda I don't look like a bird. A weird fucked up bird. Like Zinch. <laughs> the most fucked up bird what I've do, ever seen. What do birds look like to you guys? I mean, hey, anything can look like a bird if it's a fucked up enough bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, birds are a government drone, so they could technically look like anything, right? <laughs> okay, we're not gonna unpack all of this. <laughs> Their loss means they were weak. You could be more. You could be greater. That is where we disagree. Their loss means that you failed them as a commander. Damn. When my men storm this building, or this fortress, it's and just take it for themselves, regardless of whether I was alive or dead, it means I did a damn good job getting them here. I'm not asking your, your permission. I can just scoop up your bits. After you hit the ground, you will serve one way or the other. And when my men shoot you out of the sky, you will serve as fertilizer. I'm much too high for them. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so you intend to flee. A true coward's move. I do not intend to flee. I intend to turn one of these In which case, you're just going to stay up here and watch them while the fort gets taken? Let's face it, if you want to contribute to the battle, you'll have to approach. No. No, No, this was just to gather a resource. You are an able commander, and I will take your essence and make an able commander. In which case, why haven't you dropped me yet? Unless you're trying to convince me of something. It was an offer. You can be alive or dead. All All that changes is whether you continue to die in the name of my kingdom in the name of my lord is a greater death than a beast like you could ever hope for. How high is the atmosphere? How many turns would it take? How many teleports would it take? A couple hours. Okay. Well, if if it's earth-like, if you're talking like atmosphere, atmosphere. Yeah, how long before oxygen starts to get low? Uh, Okay, so I think that's in the mesosphere, no, the stratosphere. Uh, troposphere, you start to have troubles. Because I know, like, mountain mountain climbing, you start to get pretty fucking dangerous on there. Yeah, so... Stratification, that's a weird word to be using, but I like it. Okay, so the stratosphere uh, is when you start to have trouble, like really big trouble, and that's 12 to 50 kilometers. So, 12,000 meters... Divided by your 40 around, that's 300 rounds. And we did determine that rounds were any amount of time. But if we were going to use 6 seconds as an example, that is 30 minutes. Well, that's not too bad. 30 minutes? 30 minutes if he keeps continually zooping up. Are you going to do that? I'm thinking because I want to keep him and then take his... So if you're going to start zooping him up, we're not going to keep monologuing at each other for another 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, no, no, no. So no, I'll cut, the, cut to the rest. So, yes. now that the front line of defense is gone, the, uh, the army begins to approach your fortress. Now, as you're going towards the dropship, uh, the fool, Baskerville mm-hmm. does say, Well, master... If you'd like, I could bring in some men with guns and mop this whole situation up. Iklon wouldn't like it, but at the same time, Iklon isn't here. 
The fool sits and then kind of ponders it for a minute. And then he goes, Slaughter them. I don't like how smug they were. With pleasure, the fool. Absolutely. He then calls into the ship and says, uh, Bring another hundred men down, this time armed. Uh, He then uh, goes to the dwarven commander and says, Well, now that we've got the initial wave done with, if you'd like, we could actually lend our assistance. All we need from you is for you to hold the line for just a little bit. Uh, To which Larry says, Well, I wasn't expecting... Well, I mean, hey, we're all expecting to die here anyways, so uh, we're just going to go fight them anyways. It doesn't really matter if you do anything. I mean, it would help if you could actually help in some way other than uh, providing the entertainment of seeing a bunch of idiots run out and get slaughtered, but uh, hey, appreciate what you could give for us. Larry, I feel like you don't appreciate the tactics in play here. Hey, you gotta weed out the weak. Look, what you said your name was the fool, right? That is I, yes. What exactly do you want to... So you show up, you show up to my fort, you're all mysterious and big and stuff, and say, yes, uh, we are the greatest, uh, we are powerful and will, and we'll protect your pitiful fortress, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then I see that, I don't exactly know what I'm supposed to think. You're supposed to look beyond the initial attack. Is there no room for forethought in that little little skull of yours? Can you not see ahead of the things in front of you? Can you not think beyond what is immediately happening? Unlike you, my mind's uh. a tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a second and then says, You know what? I am now very interested in seeing what this plan of yours is. And seeing if you indeed have a plan like you say you do. Mr. Larry, do I call you Mr.? Is that what your species considers you? Do you- well, if you're wrong about this, then I'm dead anyways, so just call me whatever you like. Okay, little bitch. Um, you see little bitch. You can't call you <laughs> little bitch. Somewhere, somewhere in the <laughs> I get one character each campaign. Back a little bit. <laughs> you send 100 men onto a battlefield, and every single one of them is slaughtered by the army. Save one. What does that army think of us now? Probably the same thing I think of you. You think we're idiots. You think we're dumb. You think we're incapable. Ah, so then you uh, pull out the big guns. I see. Literally. Would they ever expect to be slaughtered again by people they so easily took down? The element of surprise is one of the most important elements you can have in a battle. Roll deception for me. Why? Is, is this deception? How am I deceiving him? Because you definitely did not make this as you planned to make them underestimate you. Oh, absolutely not. No. Yeah, this is definitely Neither. deception. Is it deception or is it perform? It's still lying and you're trying to make him believe something that isn't true. Hey, what what is acting if it's not lying and you're trying to make people believe something that's not true? Okay, for that one, yes, it is deception. (laughs) What? Okay. Um, (laughs) You're going through those much hoops. That's not really much hoops. I feel to see the difference between lying to someone and acting. It's deception. Oof, that was... I'm going to spend a fate point here because that sucked. Bitch, the, all these fucking rolls suck. At least this isn't exactly, like, an important roll. Yeah, well, I got 18. So he, he he takes a second. He says, I have a feeling you're bullshitting me. But if you've got a, if you've got an improv plan, that's that works with me, too. Improvisation is also a great skill used in battle. Yes, <laughs> I also agree. I feel like we get each other, Larry. And as you guys were talking, you did... As the as you guys were talking, the uh, the defending dwarves have begun to uh, ready themselves to defend the fort. 
you see multi- you see like people who are more berserker types they have two hand axes and they're just ready and raring to go you've got uh, people with halberds who appear to be more disciplined warriors you have people with arquebuses manning the walls and ready to start shooting and a strange unit of their army is well they're wearing armor that covers their entire body and in fact even their heads are it's just armor that looks like a dwarf head with uh, two eye holes inside. Inside the helmet, not outside. <laughs> holes leading inside. I'll give you one. Eye holes. <laughs> it has eye holes. There you go. Yes. Uh, Larry, may I inquire what's what's up with that? Ah, yes. Our, uh, our people's greatest warriors. No one knows anything about them other than they answer directly to King Yolam. Mm. And there's a certain number of them in any given camp. And they are technically of higher authority than me. They they just listen to what I tell them to do. I see. I'm going to follow them around for a little while. Well, I mean, they're going into combat, so uh, if you yeah, want I'm to help with the combat, that is uh, that is helpful. So uh, the army then looks, or the human army then looks behind them to see that their commander is gone. However, one of the uh, one of the veteran soldiers in his posse raises a sword and says, The commander told you to attack. We are to take the fort in his name. And uh, the human troops begin to approach the walls. In the dwarven fortress, uh, they begin to activate their own catapults and trebuchets, which are significantly more advanced than the human technology, as well as the soldiers with arquebuses firing volleys into their troops. I'm going to try and buy a little bit of time. Now, all the the soldiers with arquebuses take a special interest in you. Because, again, the difference between your gun and their gun is enormous. You've already managed to whittle down their numbers, but, I mean, as much as one guy can do. I'm going to pull a stunt. Oh. Are you going to do a rainstorm? I'm not going to do a rainstorm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, so I was flipping around, kind of doing drive-by tactics over their head, kind of kicking yeah. and shooting. And now he's going to flip around. He's going to move probably, uh, we'll say, 40 meters ahead of everyone. And he's going to sit down on the ground and he's going to reach into his pouch. And he's going to pull out a deck of cards and he's going to shuffle and he's going to start uh, laying out for about, uh, for about a room of four. And basically right now I'm just trying to cause a little bit of confusion. Well, Doc is just... Doing the, his own thing right now. The army is charging at you. I want to roll up for him. Yes, go ahead. I would love to see that. <laughs> 40. 40 to perform? For perform, yeah. So, like, as I, they I've approach... never really been good at cards, but the the one guy, I forget his name, he was all, he was real nice to me. I keep losing... I don't remember. I think it was Jerry. Was it Jerry? Anyway, so Jerry and I were playing poker, and and he always wins and takes my money. I'm not sure if I appreciate it, but it's good times, real good. T- you want it? You want to come on in? I got I got four set up. I can take the four of yours. You know, uh, we don't really have to pay for or play with anything. We don't have to pay because I'm kind of out of money, and uh, you guys probably aren't carrying much on you right now, are you? No. Okay. Well, we can just play, and uh, when it when it when it, when it wins, you know, play play for play for the winning part of it. So by the time you get to that part, so their approach has slowed. 
actually. And they have their spears pointed at you, but they think you're up to something. Well, there's no real need for that. And I'm just playing a game of cards, and he's going to holster his two guns, and he's going to grab his hand. I I guess I don't really have much in the way of chips, but uh, uh, I do have these. He's going to dig a handful of bullets out of his back pocket, and he's going to set them around kind of like chips. So I I don't know uh, whoever gets here first, or if your commanders want to play, because I know you guys are kind of interested in these bullets. So, one especially brave troop does take a stab at you. He's going to try to stab you with his spear. Okay. Ryan hasn't learned his lesson about getting up trying to avoid getting stabbed. Man, it's a good thing that one dice knocked the other one. Because it knocked it from like a 7 to a 1. Okay, what's, what's your... An 11. You does miss, an 11 hit you? You miss fucking hard guy. So yes, he stabs at you. Or are you going to do a cool dodge out of the way? Well, he's <laughs> what's going to happen? He's still dealing out, so the stab happens, and he's going to lean down just as it whizzes past his head. <laughs> he's going to set it on the ground and sit back up. <laughs> I got I got more room for you guys. I mean, I know I know you know we kind of had a differences like ten minutes ago, but that was ten minutes ago. I'm already bored of this. Uh, you you want to play cards? So as you as that happens, they all kind of like back away a little. I mean, anybody can join in. I'm kind of tired of the fighting. You guys look like you've been marching a while. Does uh, your commander want to come play? He seems like a cool guy. Where'd he go? So that is a 20 to hit you. He misses. <laughs> <laughs> so again, this time he's going to lean off to the side and he's going to drop a bullet. Oh, I forgot I wasn't quite uh, on par with that one. No one's really wanting to sit down. I don't understand... 16 to hit. You missed. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you guys more of a checkers fan? I don't really have any checkers. I'm not sure why I asked that. This is the only real game I can understand. Ooh. My Uncle Roger tried to teach me... Uh, 31. Misses. <laughs> My Uncle Roger tried to teach me chess. I didn't really learn all that great. Uh, I don't even have any chess pieces. I don't know why I brought that up either. I can play Go Fish. If you guys don't like poker, I know Go Fish. So, you rolled a 40 on the perform check, right? Yes. So, by this time, the first dropships full of troops begin to arrive within Dwarven camp. And the energy from these troops is significantly different than the ones from the prior ones. Because these ones are... Fucking super cocky, cause they all have las <laughs> and like they're kind of like, uh, oh, oh, hey, oh, nice axe there, buddy, <laughs> and like uh, they uh, start filing up on the walls with the dwarves with the arquebuses, and like, all right, all right, move over, time for the big boys to play, and then the soldiers that are currently being distracted by Doc notice this. And then decide Doc isn't really a priority right now because new troops just appeared, and they begin to just charge right past you. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll come back to this at a later time. So as they begin to charge, uh, also, uh, is uh, the fool going to say anything about their conduct, or do you like that? What the the They're... conduct of the uh, troops that just got dropped on? Yes, the kind of cocky air that they have. I mean, not really. He doesn't really have anything to say because, like. These people are just here to kill these people. Okay. That will they can ref- be as cocky as they want as long as they perform their duties. Mm, that will reflect on them in the future. So, uh... <laughs> Your troops will remember this. <laughs> Your troops <laughs> will remember this. Everyone disliked that. 
Well, actually, everybody liked that. They all very much liked that. The other guys were cowards, so they needed a talking to. These guys, I don't give a shit. They seem like they so as the are troops prepared to do whatever the fuck they're going to do. <laughs> so the troops are charging forward. And after their previous victory, they are fucking ready to go and repeat that success. And then, the f- and then a loud, deafening crack happens from the walls as a bolt of fire flies from the barrel of one of the guns and penetrates straight through the chest of one of the spearmen. And this gives pause to the uh, attacking force. There's too many of them for them to actually like fully stop at once, but they, they have just enough time to process what happens before a volley of lightning strikes their forces. Without their commander, they honestly look like they're going to start running away. Because, like, they were prepared for arquebuses, which do a good amount of damage. They weren't prepared for hellfire. They were not prepared (laughs) for something that can punch through an entire person and can fire at a rate of... Raiden, do you know the rate of fire of a las gun? Rate of fire of a las gun depends on pattern, but the standard one can usually fire on, uh, I think, three rounds? So about... So 30 rounds a minute? Probably closer to 60. Yes, they were not pre- they were not pre- prepared for that many rounds flying at them. So there was 500 people in the initial charge. Their numbers are cut in half within seconds. And the ones at the front are the ones to go first because they have the lightest armor. Uh, pretty soon the cavalrymen start getting targeted with their plate armor. And their plate armor does actually surprisingly well against one shot. The next five, not so much. The battle turns from a battle to a slaughter, as within a couple of minutes, they are now running away. Uh, Your guys stop firing a little as the enemy troops begin to flee, and one of them kind of looks at the fool, quizzically, as if to ask, should we? You should. Nods back Mm -hmm. and kind of like uh, puts his arm in the air and brings it forward. The rest of the survivors are mopped up. The dwarves in the camp are wide mouth agape astonished at what they just saw. Well, pack it up. Yep, they uh, they all t- they all put their guns back over their shoulders. They get back in the ships and they go back to the ship or in t- back to the spaceship. Okay, I'm gonna go back to Larry then. Larry is just kind of standing there. He doesn't know how to respond to this. So that's what we do um, on a day to day basis. That's kind of our whole thing. <laughs> um, what do your dwarven guys do again? With the armor and stuff? Did they do that? (laughs) Oof. Is that what they do? I'm just curious. (laughs) See how you guys can, you know, be helpful to us. You, you kinda, you kinda hear him mutter something in dwarvish. What was that? Sorry, I only speak common and demonic. (laughs) 
Jesus, that's the weirdest flex. Dear God, what have I done to our people? Oh, you've made them alive for now. Well, that depends on who takes this land, because personally, I think I'm going to take that swamp where I'm going to go and lay some eggs and some biogenic pods. The fact that Iklam lays eggs is news to me and frightens me very, very much. I've been wrestling with it for literally months. I don't like that at all. Does she need to be fertile? Do the eggs need to be fertilized? Does no, she need to she's be... asexual. She's just re- She just lays... Okay. She lays her own fertilized eggs. Gross. That's cool. That's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if I want to make something important, though, that's why I'm taking the commander. I'm going to use his meat. Oh my god, are you going to lay eggs in his corpse? What? No. No, I'm just oh going to use his... I have standards. Matters. I'm just going to use his matter. So as you... Huh. Let's cut back to that. You are flying in the air. You do see a ship kind of like go past you as you're going up. And then a couple minutes later you see it go back up. You don't pay any mind to it, I assume. No, god no. So, uh, yes, and he you reach the point where he's having trouble breathing. Do you wish to reconsider my offer? He then says, Maybe a little higher, and I might. This can be arranged. Um, we're just gonna whip, whip, whip. Yeah, teleport up bits at a time. And maybe take maybe take a break. She's getting a little tired, but she has wings. She'll fly. It gets to the point where he's like physically turning blue. And then he starts laughing. Okay. With what little breath he has left. Why do you waste your breath? Because I've already bought enough time for my men to take the fortress. I knew that if you were down there, you might intervene with the battle. So I've been using this opportunity to distract you, so that you could not help your own men. No. No, As far as you're concerned, when you did leave, your men were had lost pretty hard. Las guns are really loud. Oh yeah, with your character. And also they flash bright red. That would be noticeable. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. The entire crux of the whole losing, using Laz Gun's plan was, though, that uh, Iklam wouldn't know. Oh, no. She, you would totally know. You can't hide Laz Guns. Okay, fair enough. In which case, uh, he still, especially thinks, he still thinks that, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's... Especially not when there's a hundred of them firing on full auto. This, the sounds that I hear must be the sounds of your... Of your precious fortress burning to the ground. That was the sound of one of the two that I am with cheating. What? Your men are dead. Ta! You'd like me to think that, wouldn't you? Oh, no, no. The hundred I sent at you are 100% dead. That, that is correct. They were weak, so then one of the other two decided to, I suppose, even the odds, or stack the odds in our favor. What? We are from the, we are from the stars. We bring other things with us from the stars. He's silent. 
your men are dead. It was not how I wanted it to be, but they are dead. He remained silent. What of my offer now? He still <laughs> remained silent. <laughs> He's gonna like kind of look at him a little closer, bring her close, bring him closer to her face. Oh no, he's dead as fuck. <laughs> oh shit! No. <laughs> I have his, I have his meat. That's good enough. Title my sex tape. <laughs> That's your one, Ryan. Yep. I I made it an hour and forty five in before I made it. I'm content with that. That's fair. And so. Are you going? Oh to wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll stop. I'll stop going up. We'll, we'll go back down a little bit. Uh, I'll cast heal. I'll cast cure light wounds. I don't think death counts as a light wound. No, it's a light wound. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, roll to cast. I also have to spend a resource point, so I'm going to really, be a little really bit good. bigger as well when he wakes up. Also, I'm joking. No, you, you you do your best to cast, but unfortunately, cure light wounds cannot fix death Damn. by asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wouldn't he be unconscious first? Oh, I guess he would be, but at the same time, I don't know much about asphyxiation. Well, uh, if I'm telling you the truth, he would have been fucking loopy way before that con- last conversation happened. And oh, then, yeah, he, he then, then he would decide to-, to go to sleep. And then you would die. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to interrupt with narrative with stupid actual real life facts. In which case, yeah, we'll just say he's unconscious. You can say he's dead. We're not following real life rules. And now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I have his matter. That's all. That All I need is his organic matter. Slow down there, Nid. <laughs> yeah, that's, and believe it or not, that was my inspiration. Are you going to return to the uh, camp? Yeah, I'm not even going to fly. I'm just going to plummet for a little bit, and then I'll start trying to fly once I get closer, because she is not a fast flyer. So, as you reach the ground, uh, you do see the scene of carnage. A bunch of people with holes blown clear through them. Doc's packing up his cards in the middle of the field. (laughs) Looking disappointed. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You see one of the veteran soldiers trying to trying to crawl away. No, I'm gonna pick him up. As he does, as you do, he says, "I need to tell the king." Tell him what? Well, he's probably bleeding out right now, so he doesn't really understand who's talking to him right now. So he says, "The commander sent a pigeon." Saying that your for- that the enemy forces were super weak and that we could have totally take them. That is a very informal way of talking to a king via command structure. <laughs> Yo, Bia took this fortress. What now? <laughs> Yo, king, you up? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Well, he said something else in, in very fancy terms, but that's the general gist of the message. So I need to but know. I, can't even I need read, to tell so... them that they're horribly outclassed. And also that all the soldiers were, like, super hot. <laughs> and also the soldiers were all super hot and ripped. They were shredded. They had an eight-pack. They were all fucking ripped. On the outside of their armor. I can't imagine what it looked like on the inside. 
24 pack on the inside. Ugh. Ugh. And then, yeah, he dies. Or at least he stops moving, which is a pretty good indicator of death. His loyalty is commendable. I take his meat, too. I mean, if you <laughs> want to try a Medicaid tech check, you can, but... Oh, I don't care about Medicaid. Yeah, I just I want more biomass. So. Didn't think so. I just want more meat for the meat god, which is me. So, yeah, uh, back in the fortress. Uh, Larry, at this point, has needed to, has begun to need to take a sit. Because <laughs> he's not fully processed what just happened. I'm glad we have this effect on people. Uh, all the dwarves are just kind of like, they're taking a sit. Mm-hmm. None of them are really doing anything. This is the first time in a long time that they've had a battle where they haven't lost, like, most of their friends and family. <laughs> so, you know, um, they're pretty relieved about that. At the same time, though, they did just watch something that completely invalidated their entire history of research. Uh, Iqalm will go back to where, um, oh, excuse me, uh, go back to where the fool and, sorry, Ryan, what's your character's name? Doc. Where Doc are currently, uh, Jesus, one size 14, this is 5, 10 meters larger. So, uh, you can't fit into the command tent. Are you sure? I have malleable. <laughs> Just pick up the command tent. What? What's the quarter of... What's your size, sorry? Uh, what it, it's... I'm size 19, so that means 9 times 2 is 18, so that's tw- 23 meters? Jesus fucking Christ. A quarter? 23 meters is 75 feet tall. I love 23? Is by... that... It's okay. 75 divided by... Okay, four. 5. So is it 18 fit, feet tall? You can is it 18 feet tall? So you can fit through a hole that is five meter, that is size five. <laughs> so which means I can, you can kind of fit fit half your you can fit a quarter of your body into it, and you can probably like <laughs> squish through if you wanted. So Iqalm's face is kind of poking in the door of the command tent. She can't get her head down hmm. in there. So. Yeah, uh... So there's just a fucking human skull with tentacles tentacles sticking out the bottom, and yet, looming in the doorway. And yet Larry doesn't seem at all phased by that. That's because he already rolled for Fear 3. And also because of what he just witnessed. This might as well be happening today. <laughs> Today's already been so goddamn weird. Mm-hmm. The fool is bouncing the clown on his on their knee, and then is like, Oh, a clown, you're back. And also, Baskerville yes. is serving you tea. Thank you, Baskerville. Yes, and I have the commander. She'll reach her hand into the command tent. Oh, you how know, sweet. You know like that scene in Iron Giant where he's holding the deer? Oh, no. Baskerville offers you some tea. She'll take it? I don't know how she's going to drink it. Open up, she'll take. (laughs) She just picks up the cup and then just kind of dumps it on the floor in front of her. (laughs) She just kind of flicks it and flicks the cup and it bounces off her mouth tentacles. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. I've never thought that far. Does she have, like, a squid beak under there? Gross. Please stop talking. (laughs) It's probably got a maw down there. Would, Would you taste it if I just pulled this on one of your tentacles? 
You decide this, Raiden. You get to make the decision. Is this here. good for you? <laughs> <laughs> you like this? Yes. <laughs> yes, more. <laughs> Pour more on my tentacles. Mm. So yes, he begins to water the Iklom. <laughs> he begins to water her mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't like where this went. <laughs> I'd like to differ. Uh, after a second, Larry kind of stands up, brushes himself off, and says, Well, I guess I owe it to you. Or sorry, why do I talk like this now? Because I'm lots of accents, Larry. Of course I have to have a new accent. I suppose I owe it to you to introduce you to King Yorum. Does he like to play cards? Because none of the humans like to play cards. I offered. They were they were all pretty quiet about the whole thing. And then I look up and they all ran away. So I was hoping maybe maybe the dwarves like cards. Sorry, the stouts. Does it does your king like stouts? I mean does your king like cards? Okay, I got my accent back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had to load in for a Hold split on, second. I just needed a second. I was just shocked out of my accent. So, back to uh, what we were talking about. Do you want to meet the king? He probably likes cards, but you're not going to be able to play cards with him. He's a very busy busy man. Oh, okay. Iklam said she was real busy, too. She made time, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I won't make him play. It's okay. Doc, uh, Baskerville, play cards with Doc whenever he wants. Sure, a king doesn't have time to play cards, but a god does? <laughs> what kind of king is he? I mean, really, what is a god to a king, though? I don't remember how this dialogue... What is uh, a king to a... Ca- what is a god to a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> Command structure doesn't exist if you just blatantly ignore it. <laughs> it's true. Uh, as as you are talking to uh, Larry, Baskerville does remind you. I'd also like to remind you that you do have an appointment with the King of the Human Kingdom. Oh goodness, is that today? Oh my calendar! You said that uh, you said that you'd give them a day, or until sunrise, or something. What? What do we say again? Uh, I don't you remember. Told them that you wanted to teach them, I believe. Oh. Yes, we're going to teach them all of Iklom's good tidings and all that. Oh, they're dead. That was what I was teaching them. Is that? Well, That's I what mean, you were, what? You taught no, they ones. were... You were teaching them that they can die? Or that they've already died? Both. Nani! <laughs> both. It they're, is both. They're not all dead. Not yet. Wait, oh, no. you're going to go there and kill... I'm confused about your plan here, Eklom, but I respect your choices. <laughs> Wait, hold on, are you trying to kill all of us? No, not all of you. You have no place in my plans, which means I don't plan on killing you? You didn't seem all that sure about when you said that, Eklom. Her plans don't normally involve killing people, so if you're out of them, that's generally good. I mean, I won't kill you. The I clown, want the swamp. The clown will try not to kill you, but... Well, I, I, mean, I like I'm... your people. They they seem pretty good. The humans aren't all that nice. I don't really like the humans. I haven't met... Short them. one. I haven't met them shelves yet. Uh, I'm not sure what they're like. I just want that swamp. We, That's true. Our planet has many swamps. Many yes, swamps. but that I saw a big swamp. 
A big swamp? I saw a big swamp. I mean, if you want it. We're not going to contest it. Then you'll be fine. And that's our guarantee. Wait. It's my guarantee. <laughs> Is that the only reason you're on this planet? Well, that's the only reason she's on the planet, and so yes. <laughs> I need a breeding ground. The swamp is my breeding ground. They're here for the ride. Oh, yeah. That's the first time I heard that, too, and I can't say I'm all that happy with the way that sounded. It is to, It is simplified. It is not an actual breeding ground well, in really the terms... You have to explain it, please. In the terms that you would understand it. I don't think I, just I want need, to understand it. I just need a warm, damp place to rest my clutch. I don't... Please stop talking about this. Are your babies tiny clones of you? No, there is an extreme genetic variance in the Kythans. How many do you lay at a time? We will see. You've never done this before? No, it's been a very long time and the Ultramarines killed all of the last ones. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. What's an Ultramarine? Uh, they're, they're, They're assholes, right? They are tall blue men. They are the tall blue. They're the big, big blue boys. Are they aliens? Like yourselves? Uh, Technically, you're aliens to us. Well, I mean, no, we're on their planet. So... Well, if we went to an alien planet, we'd still call it an alien planet. They'd still be aliens. That's fair. Can you play two-person solitaire? I've only ever played the one-person variety. (laughs) Oh, um, (laughs) another question that I have. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> this worm is literally just like six people having different conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Doc gets easily distracted. What's your question, Larry? Also, I saw I saw that there was dwarves in your like troops and humans yes. and elves. Yes. Yeah. I thought we were the dwarves. You are. Larry, I'm going to put a hand on Larry's shoulder. Larry, bud, I don't want you to think about this too much. Your little brain's going to just, you're just going to fry it. Well, like, if there's other dwarves out there. Larry, Larry, look at me. Calm down. It's all good. You're alive and that's all that matters. And you can sleep tonight knowing your people are alive. And that your fortress is secured. So, just just sit in that for a little while and don't think too much about other stuff. Let us handle the other stuff. And somebody, for the love of God, play cards with Doc. He fucking deserves it. Baskerville says, <laughs> Doc, do you want to play cards? Yes. Let, let's play cards. Okay. Can you teach me the two-person solitaire? Uh, I don't believe that's a thing, Doc. No. <laughs> But by God, we'll make it work. (laughs) By Vectron, we'll make it work. Wait, hold on. Then it goes from solitaire to duality, I guess? Duolitaire. Duolitaire? Yes. Solitaire 2. Solitaire (laughs) 2. Electric boogaloo. And that seems like as good of a place as any to end the session. (laughs) Before we go too off-topic. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go completely off-kilter. So. Tell me. If anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, etc. about the show, where can they tell us? Ask us? Tell? Talk to us? Uh, Yell can, at us? They can find us at Twitter. At Odamcast. Really? 
Yes. Anywhere else they can find us? No. Well, they can also find us. <laughs> they can email us at of dice and men cast at gmail.com. You can Are do you sure? that. You can also find us on Tumblr at odamcast. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh- Sorry, I know. I was just going to say, probably the best place to get in touch with us would be on Twitter. Yes, we do look at our Twitter most out of everything. And please, please ask us questions. Please, please interact with us. Please, please clap. <laughs> please clap. We have, what, three people that we know for sure have listened to at least one episode. And we love every single one of you. We've got Divergent, Ace, Ace of Space. Ace yes. of Space, Divergent, and, yep. And Traskus. So, uh... Oh, wait, yeah, also, there's a YouTube that we don't use. You can find the origins of Lots of Accents Larry. Oh, yes, Lots of Yeah, you that's can true. Find the yeah, that's true. The story of Lots of Accents Larry. So it is good for something. <laughs> it's good for one thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I suppose that means, until next time, I'm your second player, Cameron. I'm your second player, Ryan. Sorry, I'm, I'm your, your second player. Yeah, I'm, I'm your, your second, second player, player, Raiden. I'm the GM now. It's me. And this has been the Moon Marginal Marginal I like Marginal. Marginal anger Deflection Drags Operations. Yes. Marginal yes, anger like deflection that. operations. I love it. Until next time. Give us your teeth. Give us your teeth. Give us Please, your for teeth. For the love of God, give us your teeth. For once in your life, can you think of someone other than yourself and give me your teeth? Yep. <laughs>